Greetings, listeners, and welcome to the afterthought section of Well, That Fucked Me Up with your hosts, Luke Colson and Kyle Wise. Kyle Wise, he's so wise. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're welcome for that jingle. Yeah. Um, we just get everyone like sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Let's do it. We can. Um, we've just listened to Tom Teller's story. It was a tale of two halves, wasn't it? Both yeah. stories about nearly dying. Which was your favourite nearly dying story that Tom told? Well, first off, as someone who has worked in EMS, I am familiar with the Torrance Hospital he is referring to. That's funny. <laughs> has it got a bad reputation? It's awful. It's a shithole, isn't it? Would you rather just be left on the road? Yeah, I'd be like, you know what, I, I, I'm good. I'm just going to, like, the words. Uh, that's funny. Oh, my gosh, that's funny, isn't it? Yeah, they were like, we're sorry, we're taking you to the Torrance CEO. Like, Wait, is that bad? They're like, yeah, yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I was pretty captivated by both of his stories. That whole, like, going into shock and thinking you're okay after you've had an accident like that is quite common, isn't it? You hear stories yeah. of people, like, getting up and running around the place yelling at people only to find out they've like broken both their legs and shattered 17 ribs or something like that. You know? Well, I ever tell you like my first call um, out, out of training was a gunshot wound. And we, you know, we, my adrenaline's all pumping. I'm like, wow. think it's going to be some dude like laid up, you know, and yeah. you get the trauma mindset. And yeah. then you're like, the dude was like, just posted up, like standing up waiting for us. Oh my God. And we're like, what's up, man? Oh said, my yeah, I've been god. shot. And he'd legitimately <laughs> been shot where? In like the in the side or something? In the chest, yeah. Oh my god. Did the bullet go out the other side? It was a twenty-two, so it bounced around. Oh shit. But he was just like Bloody hell. Yeah, that's really heavy, isn't it? Um yeah. so there we had so we had that, which was just I mean, I I'm that store I see the motorcyclists on the freeway out here and I just it's just lottery. It's just a complete lottery. You never yeah. know when a car's yeah. gonna pull into a, a different lane and take you out. There's a actually oh, really? there's well that's sorry to interrupt, there's actually a clip on YouTube of a cyclist who is going at seventy five in the I guess in the in between the carpool and the regular and a car just a car going alongside him who hasn't seen him pulls out, pulls into his lane in front of him and he slams into the back of the car, but they're going relatively similar speeds and he ends up seated on the back of the car at 70 miles an hour, banging on the guy's window to stop the car. Yeah, man. Think about lucky escape. It makes makes me want to uh, not get a motorcycle, even though there's so much fun. I mean, I think if you have a motorcycle, you, you, you're just going to want to use use it to like sit around outside coffee shops on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, of course, the plane, the near, the, I mean, shit, the near-death plane crash situation. What an incredibly told story about the silence in the cockpit, in the in the plane, the yeah. silence from the from the passengers because they're just sitting with their what they're perceiving to be their last moments of existence yeah and I, I you know that one i think was my favorite because 
you know, won the handholding. Mm. I thought that was a beautiful moment. Gorgeous. And then also like, you know, I get caught up in so much trivial shit yes, throughout the day. <laughs> Just, we all do, don't we? Yeah, and if you know, we just we just talked about perspective, didn't we? On that episode, it's like, I uh, you know, knowing him, he he does say that it's funny how you know that stays with him, but it's funny how quickly you can also forget that you've been through that and start yelling at somebody for cutting you off on the road or worrying about, uh, I don't know, like the tiny little things again. It's yeah. just, it's very hard to stay in a different realm of perspective. And I think if you can stay there, you're much happier for it. That's that whole thing about, you know, water off a duck's back. Like, look, if if there's some shit going down today, there's some shit going down today. And it'll, it'll yeah. be all right, one way or the other. It'll be all right, you know? It's very hard to to be that state of mind, especially for us. I'm a worrier and an, you know, an anxiety sufferer, which is way better than it used to be. But it's, I'm, uh, if there's like a pendulum and we're in the middle and left is everything's going to be cool and right is holy shit, everything that could possibly go wrong is probably going to go wrong and I'm going to end up dead by the end of the day, I'll pick that one. Well, yeah. I used to, I used to anyway. And now it's taken like a gargantuan effort of like mind control ninja Yoda shit to level set my brain, my brain so that in the mornings when I wake up, I at least start on an even keel, giving myself the best chance of a good day. Yeah, 100%. Not the you fun. know, I have to, uh, are you familiar with Marcus Aurelius? No. He was like a Greek general or Roman general. Cool. Yeah. Uh, definitely a Roman general. And he always would talk about like meditating on your death because it's inevitable. Mm. And then let that dictate how you speak to people and what you do. And That's deep, isn't it? Yeah, and I've been trying to do that the last couple of days. How does that work? How do you meditate on your own death? I worry about my own death and that's not healthy. Like, no one's telling me to do that. In fact, my therapists are telling me to stop doing that because it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's, it's new for me, but it's, I just. Uh, it feels like know, there's, just, a, it feel like, feels like there's a kind of a gathering of humility involved in that process. Like, yeah. we're all mortal human beings, so like make the most well, out of it, right? Yeah, I mean, like, the scenario I do and I meditate for, like, 20 minutes on is, like, you know, this divine being is like, all right, you have one day to live. Mm. And, you know, at first it really fucked with me. And then you're like, okay, like, what am I going to do? How am I going to speak to people? I don't do, I don't do it excellently. Cause you know, yeah. as soon as I'm done meditating and I get out and like someone cuts me off, I'm like, yeah. I'll fucking kill you. I know. Yeah. Right. It's funny how our, our analogies always involve road rage of some sort. Um, <laughs> but we are in LA. We are, I mean, it's yeah, it's a joke out here, quite frankly. Walk everywhere, safer. Um, well, yeah, we appreciate Tom coming on. He was a really good guest. I like the way he spoke very calmly about everything. He's he's a very um, uh, humble and real and honest and vulnerable human, actually. And we, we met each other through work, and 
he was like, oh, I should come on your podcast. And it's just when you meet someone who's been through stuff like that, you you can tell because they're just so open about like, I'm having a shit time mm. today or I'm feeling nervous or, oh, I'm a bit freaked out about, you know, you sort of wear your heart on your sleeve a little bit more when you're, when you've gone through that process of trauma recovery. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a bit, yeah, more, on the, bit more out on the table. Kind of freak people out with our honesty sometimes. I was, I was just thinking that the other day. Yeah. You know, because, like, I'm so used to, like, being honest with you and stuff, and then someone's like, hey, how's it going today? And you're like, not great. Yeah. And they're, like, rhetorical question, pal. Especially in uh, England when people, I've said this before, when people say, are you all right? It's literally, it's, it's like a, it's like them saying hello. You you go, yeah, yeah, you all right? And they go, oh, yeah, yeah. That's it. It's like, it's just yeah. like a weird, like a weird greeting sign. Or they go, yeah. can't complain, or mustn't grumble, or could be worse. <laughs> That's in England. Got a shirt on, got a shirt on and a roof over me head. What's there to complain about, eh? Oh, yeah, there you go. Well, Kyle, it's nice to see you, as always. And oh, um, Wednesday, today, one of my favourite days of the week, Wednesday. Why is that? I don't know. Like Monday and Tuesday officially suck, <laughs> and Wednesday is like a glimmer of hope, and then yeah. Thursday is like, yeah, come on, yo, yeah, get it, and then Friday is like, woo, and then so the cycle of life continues until you're eighty-seven years old and you die. Probably yeah. still excited about the fact that Friday's coming when you're eighty-seven years old. If you notice, like Sundays, there's kind of like this gloomy yep it's called the sundays and literally called the sunday the sunday sads or the sunday shadies or the sunday whatever the blues yeah yeah everyone feels it for, especially from about 5 p.m onwards yeah and some people will tell you they've got their, ha their handle on that and they don't feel that anymore but i don't believe them they're liars those people are liars yeah <laughs> anyway nice to see you again dude and i'll see you on the next one I uh, love you, bro. Love you and love to our listeners too. We love you a lot.